Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Right in the neighborhood of 90% of all eligible Canadians, those eligible to be vaccinated against COVID-19, have received at least one shot. Uh, the United States has now opened up vaccination for kids age 5 to 11 with the Pfizer. Uh, Health Canada looking at the information right now. Um, and uh, who knows what the decision they'll make will ultimately be. But um, based on what we're seeing in other parts of the world, you would think they would approve it here too. So uh, it looks like the vaccination effort is nearing its end goal. Once you've got it basically from the population five up and assuming the numbers translate, and I think they'll be close. I think they'll be a little bit lower in kids. Um, but let's say you're up around that 90% mark. Okay, we've done the vaccination thing. COVID is not gone, right? We know that. Still out there. And we're still having vaccine mandates and mask mandates and all the rest. So is that what we can expect? What does this look like? What is the end game for COVID-19? Uh, that's the question a lot of people asking because I think at one time there may have been a hope that, hey, once we get everybody vaccinated, we won't have to worry about COVID anymore. It's going to be gone. Well, now we know that that's not 100% accurate. Uh, it's still here. So let's find out exactly what we can expect in the whole pandemic, endemic discussion. We're going to chat with Cody Warren, who is a postdoctoral fellow in virology and immunology at the University of Colorado in Boulder. Cody, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Uh, thank you so much for the invitation. And I think this is on the minds of many right now, a very timely work that you've put together here in terms of where we are with COVID-19 and what we're learning and where we might end up. So we're we're now saying it's more likely we'll end up in an endemic phase, right? It will never be completely gone. Correct. I feel like the, the virus has touched so many people and it's spread throughout the globe that it's going to be very difficult to completely get rid of it at this point. When we take a look at why a virus might become endemic uh, rather than being, you know, gone and as we call it extinct or whatever the case may be, what, 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 what sort of differentiates these kinds of viruses where some just hang around like a common cold or the flu and they come back and have seasons and all the rest and other ones that just go away? I think it really comes down to the transmissibility of that infectious agent. So, for instance, when SARS broke out in 2003, that virus didn't spread very efficiently from one person to the next. But with the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the virus that causes COVID-19, it is highly transmissible. One person on average can spread the virus to six or seven people. And that just changes the dynamic in terms of the ability of the virus to spread and propagate to many, many different people. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And is that the defining feature in terms of, okay, from what we've learned about COVID-19 over the past several months, it's not going away? It's going to be here to stay? Yeah, I believe so. I think that's a pretty safe assumption at this point. It's just, yeah, go ahead. 
I'm I'm just wondering, is it the transmissibility? I mean, or or is there other factors to this virus that make it unique in terms of we're just going to have to live with it? Yeah, and so it's it's also you have to think it's a completely new virus to humans, and so the virus is constantly changing in unpredictable ways, and so it's it's hard to get out in front of it. You know, we're we're doing our best now with vaccines, and it's incredible how effective and safe and how quick we've gone about that. Um, but it's just difficult to predict in the coming years, you know, how that's going to affect the trajectory of the virus. And the way the virus spreads, right? Because we know that asymptomatic spread of this virus uh, is very common. And that's got to be a huge concern. Like, if you don't even know that you're spreading it, how do you stop yourself from spreading it, right? Yeah, precisely. And so, um, again, like, if you have a virus and you're, you're infected, but you have no signs or symptoms of disease, how do you know to stay away from friends or family and limit the ability to, to transmit and so that is a very huge factor here in, in the endemicity or the likely that this virus will, will stay with us for a while. Um, so what does the future look like? What do you expect? How is it going to look going forward with this endemic COVID-19 situation? That's kind of a, a tough question to ask, right? We hope with vaccines we're going to drive down the number of cases. And, you know, maybe the virus will just settle in to be kind of stable, causing maybe, you know, sporadic cases of disease in the winter months. But again, like I said earlier, this is completely new, and we don't know how the virus is going to evolve and change over time. And so, um, you know, one one thought is that the virus is just going to become more like a common cold virus where, you know, you have a built-up immunity against it, and the next time you're exposed, you're less likely to come down with disease. And so I think that's kind of the, the hope and what, what the main uh, what scientists are believing may happen at this point. Um, in terms of... You know, when we talk about the virus not going away for so long now, we've been told if the virus, if we don't get the vaccines to the point where the virus does go away, it will continue to mutate. It will continue to change. We know the flu has. We know there's different strains of the cold as well. Is there not the risk that we were always told they could become more virulent, more potent if they're allowed to mutate and form different strains? Yeah, so usually a virus doesn't tend to become more dangerous because that would drive down the ability of it to transmit from one person to the next. Okay. So the idea is the virus wants to have kind of a, like an, be at equilibrium with the host, not causing too much disease, but still maintaining its ability to transmit. And so uh, my understanding was the virus would likely become less pathogenic over time as it just kind of co-evolves to become a normal mainstay in the, in the population. Um, and then, of course, we've got, you know, we're all so connected globally, right? We talk about vaccination rates in Canada being about 90%. There's other countries where, you know, they haven't even hit 50%, not even close. So that's part of the concern in terms of getting rid of this completely requires a global effort. And there, it's just so you know, um, mismatched at this point in terms of where some countries are and others are. Yeah, no, it's, it's so a lot of those countries with low vaccination rates are probably going to have flare-ups for years and years yeah. to come, whereas many other places may settle down into more of like a consistent state of occurrence where it's a bit more predictable. But you're, you're completely right. It's very difficult. You know, it, I think it's an incredible feat of public health that we've actually had a vaccine that's popped up in less than two years. That's never happened before. So um, it's remarkable. And we're kind of in a new age of science where things are changing very quickly. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> Almost by the day. Uh, Cody, thanks so much for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. That's Cody Warren, who is... Uh, joining us from Boulder, Colorado this morning.
Cody is a uh, postdoctoral student in uh, virology and immunology talking about this. And that's what we talked about, you know, when the province made their move. Uh, 